What up, bros? As you know, we're still on hiatus from our regular recordings of Brown Meets World while we wait and support the actor's strike. But we've missed you guys and decided to jump back behind the mic and cover some struck-free work. We present to you our new mini-series, Let's Make a Mixtape. We, of course, would love to hear your feedback, but for the time being, make sure you support the strikers, studios, pay your workers, listeners. Enjoy! What up, bros? And what up, bros? You know what? You haven't done that in so long. I, know, I, I forgot I, that it was supposed to be there. It. <laughs> I forgot it was supposed to be there. Um, and welcome to our new mini series, From Meets World Presents. Let's make a mixtape. I'm MC Siege. And I'm DJ Tony Curtis. And together we are taking you on a trip down memory lane, reminiscing those MySpace days, LimeWire downloads, and making you the ultimate brutastic playlist. Tony and I will each select 10 tracks that'll give you that throwback mixtape experience. We're jamming the music exclusively from our formative year, spanning the 1980s up until about 2010. At the end of our episode, we'll share links to our new mixtape and let you, the audience, decide who had the better mixtape. Per Tony's special formula for a hot no-skip playlist, our mixtape must include these categories. Now, I must say that we have to adjust the categories a little bit for each theme <gasps> that we do. What? You're just now telling me this? No, no, no. Well, just in the sense that, like, for example, last week we were talking about pop boy bands. It was easier to think of dance numbers, but there's not necessarily... What you would think of a, as a traditional dance number for some other genres. So that's what I just mean. Like, it's more about tempo I just than want it is vibes. I don't know. He, he just changed the rules mid-recording after letting me go weak and slept in my song. But it's fine. It's fine. Okay, so track number one, we have an upbeat number. Kick off the playlist with enthusiasm and upbeat energy. Track number two, we have a mid-tempo groove. This is the, a perfect song that translates from the up-tempo first track to the power ballad third track. Because that's right, at track number three, we're going to have that heartfelt power ballad, the one that invokes emotions that you want to sing in the shower when you're having a bad day. Then we're going to pick up the energy again with track number four with a with more of a, a, an energetic, melodic type of uh, track. Um, number five, we're going to do that catchy earworm. This is the song that you want to sing at the top of your lungs with the windows down. Poppy, anthemic, just something that really just, uh, you know, brings the whole car together. Track number six, we're going to do a self-reflective song. This is something that's more introspective, something that's more relaxed. Um, and then track number seven, we're going to have our last upbeat song of the playlist, something that's going to keep the energy up and just kind of smoothly transition into our track number eight, which is a deep cut. This is an unpopular gem that we're dying to give more attention to. Track number nine, we're going to switch it up with some acoustic vibe, something that feels maybe a little nostalgic, maybe a little, uh, you know, bittersweet to just kind of like, you know, crescendo down to where we want to be and then track number 10 our epic finale this is the powerful track that, that builds and just ends our playlist with a bang i love it this week you guys we are talking pop punk uh that that is very very specific genre those who know know we are not doing alt rock or adult rock or even new rock this is pop punk which is a very very specific genre you, so, does emo count as pop punk? 
So here's the thing. I looked it up. Emo is a derivative of pop punk. So emo does count, which does is why. This, I feel like there's some overlap. There's some artists yeah. that would like do a little yeah. pop punk and do a little emo. A little and bit. Kind of, kind a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, those uh, are completely separate lists. We will have to come back to those. We want your Blink-182s, your Good Charlottes, your My Chemical Romance. Um, songs with heavy drums dynamic guitars that take you back to that state park parking lot. Uh, but before we get into that, TC, set the tone with Take a, take Me Back. So we're going to go back to, I want to say that Y2K era once again, mm. but a different portion of TRL. Last time we were looking at boy <laughs> bands, but along with boy bands, and probably more prominently through our high school years, the mid-2000s and late to, uh, 2010s, um, or early right around 2010 uh pop punk took over and i feel like that was kind of at least in our high school was like the main music that kids were listening to and you know currently blink 182 has reunited they just put out an incredible new song um just kind of singing about the band getting back together and it's very nostalgic and vibe and and all its vibes i feel like paramore is trending every other day on black tiktok so it just feels like (laughs) now is the time to revive visit and just think about, man, what would be a great pop punk playlist? Absolutely. Um, So with that, let's get into the mix. Mm, Okay. Okay. Pop punk criteria. These must be artists between 1980 and Mm -hmm. 2010. We are doing draft rules. So once a song is selected, it is off the board and the other cannot use it for their playlist. So I hope you have some good backups. I have alternate alternates for all of my tracks. So I'm That's ready good, as you should. For as anything. you should. Okay, 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 okay. Um, okay, so Siege, mm-hmm. we are starting our ultimate pop punk mix. Actually, how- you went first last time, so I'm going to go first. Yeah, time. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you, how are you starting out your mixtape playlist? I, like you guys, I know I probably say, I will probably say this every single time we do one of these, but... This was so hard. I think this was actually harder than the boy band because the boy bands had like a very, like only but so many. A finite catalog, right? Yes. Yes. But this spanned decades. It spanned albums. It just like moods to to narrow it down to 10 was so hard. So I actually worked backwards. I started with my last song Mm. and worked my way up. Um, But listening to the mix, I had so many things in first place, but I'm going to start off with My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. Okay, okay, I'm there with you. Right? I felt like that was a very strong beginning. Um, And then, like, just the way that song moves, it's high tempo, it's fun feeling, it's essential pop punk. Some dude just woke up uh, from a night of crazy partying. He doesn't even know what happened last night. No. Um, But he knows that he's his own worst enemy. And that kind of self-deprecating humor, that's pop punk. And that's why I opened up with My Own Worst Enemy. I love this song by Lit. Lit had a bunch of really fun music videos, I remember. And I do remember this one specifically. Um, can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? Yeah. How many of us have felt this at some point in our lives? Like, that's what's great about the song is that the lyrics are all things that I feel like we can all kind of relate to in one way or another. Yeah. Um, and it has a really great, just that that chorus, you know, like, uh, please tell me why 
My car is in the front yard and I'm sleeping Please. with my clothes on. With my clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No harmony here, you guys. Sorry. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, no. I get like, especially like that moment where it like it climaxes and it just kind of runs together. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh God, so good. That was my opener. There were lots in the, but ultimately mine were sending one out. Okay. What is your first track? Okay, so my first track is going to be fallout boy sugar we're going down to me this is just like classic pop punk this is like the song that till this day if i'm somewhere with a bunch of millennials and this song comes on it's 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 all we're we're all singing it at the top of our lungs so it just feels very much like uh, a pinnacle part of the pop punk culture in some way absolutely Absolutely. It's really funny because uh, I'm not going to lie. While I was doing my notes, I was able to see your first song select. So I knew what your first one was. But it really helped because I looked at Sugar We're Going Down and I was like, how do you not use this one? Like, like, it was so hard. So knowing that you had used it really helped because I was like, yes, this like Fallout Boy, Sugar We're Going Down. Ah, am I more than you bargained for? Mm. (laughs) <laughs> love it and i also think it's maybe my favorite fallout boy song so really? there's uh, that i'm not gonna lie I, like for me the thing about fallout boys that's like amazing is they were like kind of the first band that i really i'll say recognized was just kind of like having song titles that are completely long sentences that don't like necessarily make sense i love it but like ah god it was so much good and then like um <laughs> Drop a what is it? Drop a heart, break a name. Yes, like yeah, and like like that little switch. Like it's just it's fun, like almost high school poetry, but it's a good time. I just love it. I love it. I mean, we have to accept that like a key part of pop punk is twenty and thirty year olds writing lyrics that resonate deeply with fourteen year olds. <laughs> I don't know why that is. But it created a genre. Let's be um, honest. At that point in time, 30-year-old uh, men probably had the emotional talent intelligence of wow. 14-year-olds. And so that's we were dealing with what we were dealing with. No I, judgment. No judgment. I mean, I've seen the Woodstock 99 documentary. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Siege, what is your track number two for you? Now remind them what track number two is, because I know what my track number two is. So track number two, according to our specifications, is a song that smoothly transitions from the upbeat first track to the power ballad track number three. So, Siege. Yes, because of that, my second song. Again, I almost, I'll actually, I'll say, I almost knew immediately what the second song had to be on this playlist. It has a good mid-tempo groove. It is quintessential pop punk. And it's a a section of pop punk that I don't think always gets the credit that's due, which is female pop punk. Hmm. Coming in strong in number two, Avril Lavigne's Complicated. Wow. Somebody else get me frustrated. And life's like this, you, and you fall, and you you cry. But you get, and you turn it into... Love this song. Honestly, just promise me I'm never gonna find you faking. It's yeah. um 
it's really funny because I don't know if you had this because we went to different middle schools, although we went to the same high school. Yeah, we did. But different did you school. have like a few girls who were just basically Avril Lavigne's? Of oh, a hundred percent. Like she was such yeah. a type, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. That became like she became like an icon, and people like modeled themselves after her. Uh, yeah, Avril Lavigne became a genre of her own. I feel like she was like the gateway drug for goth girls. Like, the, yeah. like they and like dipped their toes in with a little Avril Lavigne fashion, and then it slowly transitioned into full on goth <laughs> um, or scene. Forgive me. Um, I have any Avril on the rest of your list. I do not have any Avril it, on the rest fine. of my list. We're gonna have to do a whole other playlist that is punk princesses because I could not. Like, Complicated was the one to choose. She has so many great songs. And, like, like I just, like, it was so hard for me to choose just one. Mm -hmm. Like, she has one that, like, we're, we're getting into uh, the later tracks. But, like, um, my own, what, sorry, um, My Happy Ending yes. was one that I definitely wanted to bring up in there. Um, there were... Uh, I'm with Skate you. Boy, I'm with you. Like, these are all ones where she just, like, she got who those girls were and listening to that song completely took me out. I actually think it was, like, one of the very few albums I had in my car that I would go to school with. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Well, you know what? Tremendous choice, Siege. I love this song. It really defined uh, a portion of middle school for me. And um, this also gives me great TRL flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> this song. Um, okay, so for my number two, uh, you know, I started with Sugar We're Going Down. My way of transitioning was into Misery Business by Paramore. You son of a bitch! You took one of mine, <laughs> but it's good. It's good. You can actually see my copy of the riot vinyl behind me um <laughs> i love this song um i love paramore i had to have them represented on here obviously Haley uh monisha williams had to be <laughs> on my playlist somewhere um but no i i i love the song i love paramore here but i got a world <laughs> what what I'm now. whoa it's never my intention to brag to steal it all away from you now but God, this God feels feel so, so good. good. Love this. this Black is such people love this <laughs> song. I love this song. If you go on any version mm -hmm. of TikTok and you start singing this song, Black people, the, the Black eyeliner just appears. appears. <laughs> I, one of my favorite things as being part, like, uh, a token Black kid like yourself who grew <laughs> up around this music is that TikTok has been able to show me how many of us suburban Black kids there are in the world that grew up yeah. listening to this and loving this. And I just love that we've been able to find a culture centered around songs and bands like this that I just think have done a fantastic job of creating music that I still think slaps to this day. Olivia Rodrigo would not be biting off of these songs oh. if they weren't great songs. Exactly. Love, love what you said. <laughs> okay. So um, that is my number two track. You Misery already Business, stole from me. And again, I, I knew here's the thing. It was too good not to, it was too good not to have. So I understand. I understand. All right. Number three. What is the number three? Number three is going to be our power ballad. Siege, what do you have for the pow power ballad category? Okay. okay. This was hard, but 
when I thought about, there were really, really good power ballads. Um, I, I I just wanted to nominate. Uh, well, actually, I don't know what your yours is, so I'm not going to um, jump the gun. But I will say, when I thought of it, I slowed it down a little bit. I decided to go with Blink 182's "I Miss Fantastic You." Fantastic choice. And we'll have Halloween, Halloween on, Christmas. on Christmas. And in the <laughs> night, we'll wish this never ends. We'll wish it never. Don't waste, don't waste your, time. your time. Oh me! <laughs> I'm on me. <laughs> you have to do it in that voice as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're already the voice exactly, inside exactly. my head. <laughs> exactly. So that that was one of the uh, ballads that I chose. And I also thought, again, if we're talking playlists from Complicated, the guitar strings and drums from Complicated really do fit well with the intro of "I Miss You." Yeah. I did a lot of of like listening to the beginning and end of tracks just to make sure that they flowed. And trust me, the vibe from Complicated to I Miss You. In a way, again, it's almost like telling a story. We're starting off with this dude is just being like, I don't know what I said last night. I'm sorry. The girl is like, why are you making things complicated? And then we come back again with, hey, I miss you. So that's my number three. Um, I'm really happy that Blink is represented. To me, Blink-182 probably even more so than Green Day was like the first like pop punk band that really like hit my friend yeah. group and my generation and like yeah. my direct like it like once blink 182 happened like the skateboard kids had a brand new personality essentially <laughs> and, and it just kind of like i feel like blink and like things like jackass like there was just so many like things from that time that kind of blended in together jinko jeans just i was saying the jinkos it all was just a vibe, and I just love that Blink One Eighty Two. They also had really great music videos. Um, uh, I don't, I don't have any other Blink songs on my playlist, but I highly considered "What's My Age Again" um, because it's such a fantastic music video. Um, and I love that you said that because to not include uh, all the small things felt like a violation. Mm. But like I like when it came to when it came to ballad, this song for me it just it it, it fit the rest of the album, yeah. and I couldn't justify including all the small things. Even though Blink One Eighty Two, as you said, they have so many great hits, and they really did like shape what middle school became. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that they're here. I'm also I have to shout out their newest song and video that just came out for any millennial pop punk kid who has not seen the new Blink-182 uh, music video. Please go watch it. It's so nostalgia. It's all just about bros just missing being bros in 99 <laughs> together. And I, I feel like it's very reminiscent of the vibe that we try to cultivate on our podcast. So I just want to recommend it. Okay. Um, okay, so number three, my power ballad, we're going to transfer over to my favorites of all the pop punk bands, and this is just mine, was a little band called Yellow Card. <laughs> Yellow Card was from Florida, like us, Jacksonville, and their debut album, Ocean Avenue, was like, it, it, to me, it was like, my entire soundtrack <laughs> of my teenage years, specifically the number three song on my playlist, Only One by Yellow Card. Here I go, scream my lungs out and try to get to you. You are my only, only one. one. 
this song was my like emo song. This was my I am simping so hard. I have a crush on this girl who is not giving me the time of day. I'm going to go sing this song in my first beat up shit car at the top of my lungs. Um, Yellow Card, I've always been attracted to because they had a black drummer, which was one of the first things that pulled me into it. Very few pump punk pop bands at the time had black people in it they also <laughs> had a violinist which i loved and just made every song feel that much more cinematic i did not include it on this playlist but in a very similar way that um google dolls with iris has that yeah. fantastic uh, like symphony section ah uh, we'll have to do like an adult a hundred percent a hundred percent <laughs> um, but yeah, the way they had that that symphony section, it feels like Yellow Card has that in almost every other song. They have this like great symphony section. Their sophomore album actually has a lot more of that, but I'm a huge fan of them and I had to make sure they were represented on this playlist. So for my power ballad, I'm doing only one Yellow Card. That That's a really, really great select. Number four, we're picking things back up again, boosting the energy a bit. What do you got for your number four track? I am so excited about this song. In fact, when I was doing my research and this song popped up, it sprang into my head and I was like, this is the dance song. There Ooh. is no other song that competed. I like lots. I listened to so much music this week and this song stayed exactly where it was because it just hits my ear right. It's a great um, transition from I Miss You to this song. Um, and it just kind of picks up immediately. You're on the dance floor, you're in a mosh pit, and I am talking about the offsprings. You're gonna go far, kid. Gonna go far, kid. <clears throat> I am so glad that the offspring found the spot on this playlist because I was actually also torn between different offspring songs to include. Um, this one, I have to be like, I have to be honest, I'm less familiar with this song. Oh my God. I just, I, uh, it's one where it's like, I would ask you to just stop and listen to it right now. This song is, um, again, it kind of starts off immediately, like with a very strong drum and you're just like, it's, you're picking up the energy immediately and us drop. It's just full on rock. Um, you're on the dance floor. Like I said, you're in a mosh pit. It's energy. And it also, it does a really good job at like crescendoing. Yeah. Um, and then like this tension release. Uh, and then it just ends. I feel like the offspring um, kind of got a weird rep because they put out Pretty Fly for a white guy. And I feel <laughs> like for most of mainstream media, it kind of painted them in like this box as being a borderline parody music. But mm. a lot of their songs are actually really, really great. Again, I'm not as familiar with this one, but I do know it and I do enjoy it. The song that I was going to thinking of including was The Kids Are All Right, which yeah. I love that song. Um, but yeah, like pretty great lyrics considering that they're thought of as being very tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, for me, uh, I'm excited for you to listen to this song after mm. we're done because trust me, you'll love it. it has so many great sections. There's a part where like the music just cuts out and it's just like call and answer. You know what I'm talking about? Like a like, call like, and response. Yeah. Call and response. Thank you. Thank you. It's, like, it's just like a group clapping. It's like old fashioned. I, I don't know how to describe it other than like pure joy. Okay. <laughs> and I'm really, really happy that it's on the list. 
I'm gonna have to check it out. Okay. Um, for my number four track, I'm trying to follow up only one by Yellow Card and bring a little yeah. bit more enthusiasm into it. I am choosing to introduce All Time Lows, Dear Maria, Count Me In. Um, oh. I don't know how many people are familiar. I feel like this one isn't as popular as some of the other songs I have on my playlist, but I got your picture, I'm coming with you, dear Maria, count me in. There's a story at the bottom of this bottle and I'm the pen. Do, 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 do. This song actually got popular on TikTok for a while as like mm. one of the like a trending sounds for that little portion of it. Um, but this is just a great like, um, really high energy song. All time low, I feel like kind of came towards the rose in popularity kind of towards the end of the 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 classic pop punk that we think of, kind of more in the late two thousands. Um, but I love the song and it was also my ringtone for my mom, who's named Maria. So <laughs> <laughs> love it. So you're not wrong. I actually haven't heard of this song before. I didn't even hear it on TikTok, but once I have heard it, um, I immediately understood why it fits why like that that is a great transition from only one and it's also quintessential pop punk it's exactly what i expected to hear well yeah i'm excited for you to check out all time low if you're not familiar with it for you look at that look at that look we're both we're exchanging we're giving each other new recs that's the best <laughs> part of making mixtapes is it not exactly. um okay siege number five we need our anthem song. We need our windows down, sing at the top of our lungs song. What are you bringing to the uh, to your mixtape? So we just had You're Gonna Go Far, Kid. We were high energy, lots of drums, lots of guitar, which led me to my next song. When you said Earworm, only two options came, and I immediately knew which one I had to go with. So I'm going to go with Lustra's Scotty Doesn't Know. <laughs> Is this even a real song? It is a real song. It was a real song in general. And it's actually on the list of 100 greatest pop funk songs. It's number is 100. It really? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a great song. It's an earworm. It literally just, it lives with you. And it's like a fun inside joke. Like the, the song itself is about a, a guy basically saying, Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. And it's just this guy talking about how he's cheating. Thinks that she's at church, girl. but she doesn't go. Still, she's, on, she's her on her knees and, and Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, 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 not only is it a fun earworm song, Scotty doesn't know, live in your head. You can say Scotty doesn't know to look, literally any one of our generation. They will know exactly what you're talking about. Um, but this, okay, song. this song... If I if I'm wrong, was written for a movie, correct? It, it does not live a life of its own no. outside of the movie. It lives a life of its own. Really? I you know what's so funny is I feel like it's this song is album. yeah the probably the most famous thing about that movie too. <laughs> I, I I here's the thing. I agree. I completely agree. But that this song again for those of you who know performed by Matt Damon in the movie. Wow. Um, is it was a fun surprise, both lyrically, uh, visually, and it's just a good song. And like I said, it's comedic. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but it does take itself emphatically. He's saying yeah. this with his whole heart. Um, and then like the little twist of I did her on his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like like 
the thing that I love more than anything is, like I said, Earworm, it ends with just like, Scotty doesn't know, Scotty doesn't know. And like the band has completed the song and towards the end, you hear them just be like, this is, this is so, this is so bad. This is terrible. This is ridiculous that we made this a song and it's a recording, but a good wrong. I love it. I'll say this, um, even though I feel like the song is parody, I feel like it falls into that thing where it's so good at parodying what it's trying to parody that it kind of blends in to the rest of the genre. So I'll give it that. It's a fun song. People know the lyrics. You're right. They love to sing along to it. And I think it's a great track number five, Siege. So Scotty doesn't know. Thank y'all. My my number five, my anthem song following Dear Maria Count Me In from All Time Low is The Killers, Mr. Brightside. Uh, look, here's the thing. I like The Killers in general was one where I was like, oh, God, do I keep you in? Like, do, like I, uh, again, what's really hard about making a mixtape is every song should fit and blend well with the others. Um, and not having the killers on mine, specifically somebody told me, which was my alternative, um, like fast song. But I, I, I was like, ultimately I went with what I chose, but yeah, Mr. Brightside, earworm. Love Mr. Brightside. This is a fantastic music video as, as well. It kind of like parodies Moulin Rouge in a lot of ways in the way they've constructed it. But it's a great music video. And it's just one of those songs that till this day, if I'm at a karaoke bar and someone starts this song, everyone is singing it. I almost feel like it's... Uh, uh, what's the the song that old white people love? Ba, 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 like Sweet Caroline. It's Sweet like the Caroline. Sweet Caroline of our millennial generation. It's the Sweet Caroline. Ways. No, here's the thing. You're not wrong. Because you can say, coming out of my cage. And you know, they was just, just fine. fine. Just fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not was a kiss. How did it end up like, like this? It, it was, was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. The whisper, I love it. They're so dramatic, but they're also having so much fun with what they're doing. Um, they really brought a lot of visuals, I feel like, to the genre in the same way that like glam rock did in the 80s. Like they were doing a lot of glam within their punk, which I just felt like added something that was completely different than like a Blink-182, but also lived along aside it so i just i i love what um the killers did and i had to make sure that they were included on this list specifically mr brightside i love it another thing about all of these songs are the lyrics are fun and they're fun to sing and <laughs> choking on your alibi is such a great mental visual you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's also like i feel like a lot of these songs are about like i couldn't get the girl and like they're almost this kind of bittersweetness and and you know what who actually motown does a really good job of this motown will put out a sad song but the song is so upbeat and so catchy that it almost makes you think like is this a sad song because it makes me feel good it's a bittersweetness that i feel like pop really does well and this is where the pop and punk pop comes in kind of infusing that bittersweetness of you know i'm basically dying to get this girl's attention but i'm going to make this the funnest song possible about it so love it okay number six we have our self-reflective bop siege what do you have for your number six track so being self-reflective uh this song came to mind again um pretty early on and the debate of whether or not to include it really was just where uh but I think you'll understand that it is rightfully 
exactly where it needs to be when I say my number six song, my middle of the of the playlist is The Ooh. Middle by Jimmy Eat World. It just takes some time, little girl, you're in the middle. I love this song. Um, I love Jimmy Eat World. They're actually, you know, I um back in my day, back in the <laughs> back in my high school days, you could see a concert for $30. <laughs> I used to go to House of Blues and watch all of these punk pop bands. I was the a one little black kid in a sea of white faces watching these bands. But Jimmy Eat World, I have to say, maybe put on one of the best live shows I've ever seen so i've been a stand of jimmy Eat world for the longest time yes and then also the middle for me i'm not gonna lie i can listen to and it'll make me feel better yeah. it just takes some time you're in the middle of the ride everything's gonna be just fine yeah it really is like the perfect song for like awkward teenagers correct too. Uh, kind of excuse you 35 year olds <laughs> <laughs> hey don't count yourself out yet <laughs> you're right you're right but uh yo this song really resonated with me when i just felt like i was so awkward where i was like having acne where i just felt like such a nerd at points throughout high school and this song i just felt like um spoke to me in a lot of ways so i'm again glad to have jimmy Eat world on there you guys, if you've been listening to us, you know it is near impossible to keep Tony and I on topic. Specifically Tony, but that's a whole other conversation. Point is, we need help focusing, which is why we were so happy to have found Magic Mind. I'm not going to lie, I was skeptical about anything that was calling itself magic. But these shots are actually the real deal. Packed with turmeric, matcha, and lion's mane, Magic Mind is designed to boost energy, focus, and mood while reducing stress and inflammation. I actually like the smooth rise that I get that is different from like that jitteriness that I usually get from like caffeine and the energy lasted all day. They sent us a box and on day one, I noticed a difference. By day three, I was like, okay, I see you Magic Mind. And I was telling everybody about it. In fact, I was talking about Magic Mind at my rehearsal dinner. That's how good it is. Now we're passing that magic on to you. Head over to magicmind.com slash bruh in the next 10 days and use code bruh20 in order to get 50% off a subscription. That's 50% off a subscription. But if you missed that 10-day window, don't worry about it. You get 20% off your first purchase by still using the code. But for 50% off, go over there and use that code. Head over to magicmind.com slash bruh, that's B-R-U-H, and use code bruh20, B-R-U-H-2-0. You guys, you'll believe in magic. By the way, if they did not make me say that, I said that on my own. Don't blame them. Okay, so my number six, um, so we're coming down from Mr. Brightside. I am throwing in Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson. Oh, really? You did this? Much like you, I was desperate to include some feminine energy onto this playlist. When I traditionally make a playlist, I try to have even amounts of male and female uh, voices because I feel like we kind of relate to both depending on the time of day and the mood we're in. But I had to include a punk princess on here and pieces of me, this song, no matter how like cheesy Ashley Simpson, you may think of her as this song to this day on a Monday, I am waiting on a on Tuesday. A Tuesday. <laughs> waiting. It's so much fun to sing. It's so kind of um, silly in a lot of ways, but it also kind of reminds me of like, um, 
our generations it's just another manic monday yeah it's just a song that i feel like we all kind of know and appreciate and i had to make sure um like i said that we just had some some female pop punk energy on here so pieces of me is what i'm bringing to the table here's the thing about ashley simpson you can say whatever you want about her and like the kind of like spoof she became which is mostly because of that saturday night live performance but in reality you put on that album and and you make me want a la la are you kidding me status uh talk about sibling drama Mm. like i mean it's all messy and i love it (laughs) and and we all (laughs) felt it like that's the thing about Mm -hmm. that album we felt what she was talking about and mad respect even as like a 14 year old black kid i was like you know what ashley if jessica simpson was my sister i'd feel the same way exactly (laughs) you you understood you you connected and that's what that's actually really important to be like hey this white rich girl is complaining about being the younger sister of a beautiful blonde and she's done so in a way that made everyone be like you know what relatable content (laughs) yeah we get it nepo baby we get it um Yeah, so I'm glad that we both kind of agreed on Ashley Simpson for our number six. Okay, coming in hot, number seven, we have our last upbeat song of the playlist, our last traditionally upbeat song of the playlist. Siege, what are you doing to keep the energy going on your pop punk mixtape? Okay, so uh, it was going to be Misery Business. (laughs) Someone took that spot. It's off the table. It's off the table. So because of that, I had a song that I really, really enjoyed. And it is both upbeat, but also a little bit nostalgic. And I just really wanted to find a place for it. So it became my alt just in case. And that would be The Boys of Summer by the Atari. Oh, I love this song. I love this song so much. This is another one where honestly, like, I could put it on at any point in time. And I'm just like in a car driving. I'm on a road trip somewhere, open road. Like I feel this song every time I put it on. Love for you will still be strong. Love this song. This is actually a cover of a Brian Adams. I know, I know. But I prefer this version to the Brian Adams song. I actually- This entire album, their So Long Astoria album, um, I think this is maybe their debut album, I think has a, a is like a great just entry into the genre. I think it has a lot of great uh, hidden gems on it. They have another song that may or may not appear on my playlist later on. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of them. And I just felt like they created music that was just made to be like sitting around with your, with your elder friends and reminiscing <laughs> about the good old days. Absolutely. Um, Again, The Boys of Summer to me is, it's like you said, it's a cover and I knew it was a cover, but there's something about that it being a cover that feels both 80s and 2000s. And I feel like, I don't know how to say it, but it feels like a blending of the generations. Like it feels like it traveled through time, if that makes sense. We also have to acknowledge that covers actually play a pretty big part in pop punk history i feel like there's not a single pop punk band that i can think of that hasn't done a cover at one point for a while they released these great cds called punk goes pop where 
punk artists would do covers of pop songs, which were always pretty entertaining and great. Um, so yeah, I think that covers really do play a part into the genre, at least in the millennium version of punk. Um, all right, so moving back to my playlist, um, we just did Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson. I am following that up with my little uh, weird, groovy <laughs> song of... Nine in the Afternoon by Panic of the Disco. Oh, such a good song. This song is so, like, weird. Panic of the Disco is so weird during this time of their history where they, like, wanted to be, like, the punk version of the Beatles. Mm. But I kind of dug it and i kind of ate it up and i love that they were willing to try something different i actually feel like the reason why panic of the disco is still going is because they were so willing to experiment and try new sounds and new things they weren't afraid to just be a little bit more pop than punk um, which i feel like other artists were but nine in the afternoon it just doesn't make any sense um from a songwriting perspective it just it like uh feeling so good just the way that we do when it's night in the afternoon this song just like really the lyrics make no sense but i love singing it and it also just has this great beautiful melodic instrumental that's going on in the background that's like he was clearly trying to tap into like brian wilson beach boys type of vibe um and i think it works really well so i i appreciate this song and i appreciate the whole pretty odd album that they made uh again remember i told you i worked backwards uh, I Write Sense, Not Tragedy, was a close number one for my intro song. Mm -hmm. Because, again, they I needed something iconic. And I'm glad I went with uh, Lit, but Panic at the Disco, as you said, great experimented. They are just known for really iconic songs and really, uh, I'll say, interesting and fun lyrics. Yeah. Um, but uh, they are completely, like, another one of my favorite songs by them. Um, it's literally outside of our scope so it would never be on any of these lists but far too young to die mm. if you have a chance check it out i love it and like the poetry of that song which is basically kiss me uh while we're young because we're far too young to die and basically mm. it's like that not just like the human beings but our relationship is too new to die yet so like this idea of like while we can while you and i haven't learned too much about each other while we're still on this high let's just like make out on a high note and i love it <laughs> i feel like um uh, a key part of a good pop punk song that relates to teen angst is really saying like hey it's now it's tonight yeah this is yeah. it this is all we got um and to quote all american rejects it ends it ends tonight, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm glad that uh, we got that on there. So we're moving on from track number seven, our funky groove, into our track number eight, Deep Cut. Siege, what deep cut did you include on your pop punk mixtape? Okay, we were talking uh, deep cuts. This is one where the artists I chose for this, I needed to include them because I wanted them to be represented because they are Black artists, they are female Ooh. artists. And again, gave us some feminine energy while also hitting quintessential punk. And that was Fifi Dobson. Now, if you're going to go Fifi Dobson, the obvious choice is Everything, which is a fantastic song. However, I was like, if we're doing deep cuts, she has a song called Don't Let It Go To Your Head, which not only blends perfectly into my playlist, but it is a lesser known song and hits just as hard. 
Siege, I don't know how to tell this to you. I am unfamiliar with Fifi Dobson. Oh my God. Well, I let me introduce you to Fifi. Please. Fifi, again, black punk princess. She has a lot of really good songs. Um, I, I would say she is one of the ones who, girl music, a lot of it is, um, you know, unrequited love, the guy in your class who you've been making eyes at and all this other stuff, the crush that you just can't, quite reach yes but this song right here don't let it go to your head is such a turn on that which is just because i can't go on just because i don't want you gone just because i think of you in bed don't let it go to your head and it's just like this idea of so what that you take over my life and you're all consuming calm down and i was like that is a me song which is like you literally are my obsession and yet Let's not get a big I, about it. <laughs> I can't think of a, a, a better way for a black woman to add a voice to the genre <laughs> that's filled with just crush songs to just be like, no, I got a crush, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna check them. I'm gonna check them too. Exactly. <laughs> but also, if if that's the case, you should really check out. As I said earlier, one of her her most famous song or one of her most famous more famous songs is "Everything," and it's "If You're Ready to Be." my everything and it's basically just telling this guy as you said like the voice that she brings to the table is look you say that you're ready to be my everything okay well then you gotta bring it because i'm not gonna wait forever (laughs) all right well you know what i appreciate you introducing me to miss fifi dobson i'm gonna have to check out her uh discography and uh check out everything and uh don't let it go to your head yeah okay Okay. so for my deep cut track i decided to include a song uh so i'm following up nine in the afternoon with existentialism on prom night by starlight run are you familiar i am not please this is a deep deep cut this is such a deep cut i chose this song because this song was one of those do you remember limewire when you would go you would go on LimeWire. <laughs> we're going back for our millennials. Where will you go on LimeWire? You were going Kazaa, however you the fuck you pronounce that. Um, and you would search something. You would search like Jimmy Eat World or Blink yeah. One Eight Two. And uh-huh. what you would get would maybe be Blink One Eight Two or, or, yeah. or Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> but sometimes you would just get like songs that were just like the title track, and you would think it went to one artist, and you were like, actually no, that's a different artist. You would find out from your friend, and then that's how you got introduced to new music was by downloading Absolutely. shit accidentally and this one was one of those songs for me i would type in words like emo and punk into limewire and just see what would show up this song um sing like you think no one's listening you would kill for this just a little bit just a little bit you would it's just a song about just like uh really just kind of getting out of your shell, releasing your inhibitions. Um, Sing me something soft, sad and delicate, or loud and out of key. Sing me anything. The It's such like a great, like, just sing at the top of your lungs because you're singing it loud and out of key, usually because it's midnight and you're just getting home from prom in my case (laughs) or you're 33 years old and you're on the highway like that too like it's just kind of been there consistently and part of my high school playlist and not all the people know about it so i just wanted to bring attention to starlight run existentialism on prom night this most likely 
was included on one of those like teen soap dramas in yeah. the 2000s. Yeah. So you may have heard it in the background scene of, of something like that. So there was a time where there were teenage soap dramas on TV where that was the main way you were introduced to non like mainstream music. And for whatever 100%. reason, pop punk, emo, alternative, whatever you want to call these genres, really found their place through these like teen based dramas. So there was so much I was able to music I was introduced to that I wouldn't have otherwise because it was on like Southern California college radio and someone from the OC was like, oh, we should throw that in or just anything like that. So it was just a great way to be introduced to music during that time. Absolutely. And then like a hundred percent television is where we would get a lot of our new songs. Uh, even those, you, like watching the show, you hear this song in the background. You're like, oh yeah, that song. Uh, but then also, like you said, LimeWire, you would download the anthem by Good Charlotte and then you'd play it and it'd be like Taking Back Sunday. But you didn't know that because it says the anthem. So <laughs> you know. sometimes you would just have the wrong name for a song yes, forever. For years, for years, I would think like one band had this song and it was not. It. So, uh, yeah, it, it was just an interesting time for music discovery. Very thankful for how far the algorithm has come now. But um, we had our ways to find music. And yes, I was that kid who would like watch the credits of those teen soaps being like, I need to learn the name of that song that played during that Love one it. scene. Love so, um, okay, Siege, we're going to go to, uh, we just did our deep cut. Now we're going into our acoustic vibes, retro vibes song. What do you have for your track number nine? Okay. This is the quintessential pop punk acoustic song. I honestly, like it fit into my, my mixtape, which is why it's included. I had so many other ones that I was debating between, but I don't think we can have a playlist without having Green Day and Green Day's Good Riddance. The acoustic riff of this track is so iconic. I also exactly. cannot think of the song without thinking of Jerry Seinfeld. I don't know if you have that either. Really? Really? No, because you know that this song was played at our graduation. Oh, it was played at everyone's graduation. Everyone's graduation. <laughs> it's Actually, something unpredictable, but do, in the end, that's right. Do you remember that your life? we had six graduation songs for class yes i do we could I not do decide on them because we had a terrible system <laughs> we did i i don't even know if this song was on that list but i do remember it being played um at, at least while some of us were every, and, yeah. and it's again quintessential pop punk acoustic a man and his guitar you get a little bit of harp later on in the song and again it's a farewell song that still very emotional and he's instead of talking to like one person it can be applied to an entire class of people and yet you still feel nostalgic when you hear it definitely uh there's some great lyrics to the song so take the photographs and still frames in your mind hanging on the shelf in good health and good time tattoos of memories and dead skin on trial for what it's, worth, what it's it worth, worth it was all. worth all the while yeah it's just it, it almost has the same sentiment as like um like a have yourself a merry little Christmas, just kind of like this bittersweet, like reminiscing on something being like, you know what, I don't have this anymore. But like, I, you know, I can cherish it for what it was just kind of looking back on something with just like, uh, I don't know, the same way you would reflect back on youth in, in, in a lot of ways. So I, I just think the song is, is great and a, kind of a perfect graduation song in a lot of ways, too. Yeah. And again, to me, as we start to get towards the end of our mixtape, this felt really good 
as like not only the name good riddance but just like saying hey i hope you've had a good time hope you had a good time i love the song i love that's included and yeah we got some green day on there um which we had to the kind of the grandfathers of this whole kind of millennial pop pop punk movement um okay so for my kind of acoustic retro track i decided to go with a different song by the ataris uh in this diary i don't know if you're familiar with it i am not please explain in this diary is off of the same album as um boys of summer and what i love about this is that this song is really just about reflecting back on youth and childhood specifically your teenage years when you were just kind of being young and stupid i want to read some of these lyrics to you all those nights we stayed up talking listening listening to 80 songs and quoting lines from all those movies that we love. It still brings a smile to my face. Like there's just so much of it. That's just like, um, uh, it's almost like a diary entry. Breaking in the hotel swimming pools and wrecking havoc on our world, hanging out at truck stops just to pass the time, the black top singing me to sleep. Uh, and one of my favorite lyrics of all time is the chorus, which goes being grown up. Isn't half as fun as growing up. These are the best days of our lives. Mm. The only thing that matters is just following your heart and eventually you'll finally get it right. So fantastic song. It, to me, it kind of encapsulates this entire high school period of my life and um, really just kind of talks about being young and dumb and having fun in, in a way that's really uh, beautiful and nostalgic. Yeah, absolutely. And like to to your point, for the lyrics alone, I can hear it is very much like a diary entry and yeah. something that like a diary, you're writing this because you want to remember these good times. So yeah, I love it. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so yeah, if you're unfamiliar, I highly recommend checking out In This Diary by the Ataris. Siege, okay. we have finally it is gotten that time to the final track. What okay. is your epic finale? Okay, quick recap. So okay, quick recap. So far. I have my own worst enemy, complicated. I miss you. You're gonna go far, kid. Scotty doesn't know. The middle, the boys of summer, don't let it go to your head. Good riddance, time of your life. And I was like, we've ended with one of the most iconic uh instrumentals with good riddance, time of your life, Green Day, essential godfathers, grandfathers of pop punk. Where do you go from here? You can't really just hit back into like a slow, methodic song. So if we were at a concert and I wanted you to perform something that would really be like a grand finale, I needed two things. One, I needed Fall Out Boy. Two, I needed Thanks for the Memories. Thanks for the memories, even though you are so bad. (laughs) This is another- Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way. The lyric- he tastes like you, only sweeter. Changed my life. Okay. It changed my, my life. <laughs> like I kid, I kid, I kid you not. Like I like the idea of the, like I know it's a quote from a movie, but the idea of someone saying he tastes like you, only sweeter, that is right up there with Tony Braxton's. I think he's just the man for you. And in terms of like. When you hear that, like, it doesn't leave you. <laughs> it doesn't. Wow, yeah. Like, again, we were just talking about how Fall Out Boy had really great uh, kind of funny tongue-in-cheek lyrics, but I think this transcends throughout their entire discography. Even this song, I think, has some really great lyrics. But to your point, it's like it's not even just funny stuff. It's stuff that, like, kind of, like, is, like, these 
uh, almost like burn book type of messages in a lot of ways. Yes, burn book type messages, which is hilarious because that's exactly what this song is. I want these words to make things right, but it's the wrongs that make the words come to life. Who does he think he is? If that's the worst you got, better put your fingers back to the keys. Like, ah, uh, again, burn book. You said it perfectly. Yeah, it's just <laughs> burn book all over it. Also, this song is one of those where it's like, I feel like anyone who has heard this song before, like, again, if this is your, your final number, you are standing, you're singing along. When the music drops, you're clapping along. And the lyrics, thanks for the memories, even if they weren't so great. <laughs> again, this is a song that gives me that just like grand finale. Like we have done what we need to do. Mic drop, walk off stage. Well. Wow. All right. Well, fantastic way to end your pop punk uh, mixtape, Siege. Thanks for okay. the memories, Fallout Boy. Um, uh, all right. My final song, my final entry into my place, and I'll do a little recap as well. I, I just started... want to note, you started, yeah, you started with I started Fallout, with Fallout Boy. Ended, you, you ended with it. Um, so, yeah, Fallout Boy, Sugar We're Going Down, Sorry. Misery Business, Only One, Yellow Card, Dear Maria, Count Me In, All Time Low, the Killers, Mr. Brightside, Pieces of Me, Ashley Simpson, Nine in the Afternoon, Panic at the Disco, Existentialism on Prom Night by Starlight Run, In This Diary by the Ataris, and my final track on my pop punk mixtape is Dashboard Confessional. Vindicated! Vindicated. <laughs> I could not... I could not not include Dashboard Confessional. I think... Yep, Dashboard Vinyl right there behind me. I'm... Dashboard Confessional to me was the Bob Dylan of my generation. Like it was, <laughs> it was like this guy who just had a guitar and just put poetry to these really interesting chord progressions. He had an amazing voice, Chris Caraba, the, the lead singer of Dashboard. And this song in particular is such like a celebratory, big finishing number for a playlist. Vindicated. I am, I am selfish. selfish. I am wrong. I am right. I swear, I swear I'm, right. I'm right. Swear, swear I'm right. I knew it. Along and I am flawed. I'm all alone. <laughs> but I'm cleaning up so well. I'm seeing in me now the things you saw you saw yourself. Like there is some great lyrics in this. Um, it also Hope dangles on a string like slow spinning with the good song and i will not lie i want to hear like a vindicated was initially my final song because Ooh. i was like I, I i was with you i was like showstopper but once i put good riddance in that slot i couldn't like i couldn't go from good riddance to vindicated but vindicated is like just like all or nothing was like one that you and i agreed on yeah vindicated is a showstopper um, this song was also on the soundtrack to one of the greatest superhero movies of all time that came out when I was in high school. Um, and I remember like leaving the theater because this was the song that played during the credits where we were all just so hyped. We were hyped <laughs> over the movie. We were hyped over the song. I had me being a dashboard confessional fan. I was really excited that he got such a, like a key spot on a key soundtrack. Um, I was hoping it would give him more fame, but he kind of actually fell off a little bit after that, I would say, in terms of popularity. But I've always been a Dashboard fan, and I had to make sure I was represented on here. Vindicated, amazing song, and I think it's just a great way to end my pop punk album. Uh, I, I, I will not disagree. That is a fan 
fantastic selection. Okay, you guys, it is up to you. We need you to tell us who had the better mixtape playlist. Sorry, I just wanted to ask you, did did you have any like ones that didn't make the list that you were like, I really wanted that song represented? Did I have any? I think like we've talked about this. I'll say for you, and I was like, we'll save this for a later list. Something that I know that you will enjoy, Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. That that was up there. It was one it's of my It's actually not my favorite Alien Ant Farm song. I like movies better, but yeah. Okay, okay, okay. A, a good one, a good one. Um, Wake Me Up When September Ends almost Ooh. was my acoustic vibes. I almost ended on Dare You to Move by Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Right. Right? What a time. Right? <laughs> and then the last one that I wanted to say is um, When You're Gone by Avril Lavigne. Another Ooh, yeah. ballad that, it, like, I, I cannot tell you how many times I just went in switching songs and being like, do you fit? And not being able to include When You're Gone by Avril Lavigne hurt my heart because wow. that song, she she goes all in. So, yeah, those those were some of my bonus tracks. How about you? I had a few bonus tracks I could not find space for, and these were alternate alternates that just I didn't get to. But uh, move along, All American Rejects was on there uh, for me. Yes, um, Evanescence in general, Bring Me to Life or My Immortal. I was like, should we like? I was like, are they alt rock? I feel like at oh. least with with Lincoln Park and Evanescence, I was like, you're not punk pop, you're alt rock. I, I see them as all one of the same. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, I would I would have included. I just couldn't find uh, a natural place for it. Um, and then uh, the reason by Hoopastank. The reason was also the like, reason by you... Hoopastank <laughs> was the reason got eliminated this morning. But yeah, the reason like the reason was there. I kid you not. But I realized that that I had eleven tracks because I was like, oh, over here. Yeah. So. How to get rid of the reason? Um, the reason was like a close tie um, for uh, like a ballad entry with "Fix You" by Coldplay, but I didn't know if that counted. Again, as... see, this is like these are soft rock. These yeah. are a whole other Coldplay playlist. doesn't count. I got that. That's why I didn't throw it in there. I have one for you that I thought of you specifically because it's a song that you and I used to at least listen to together because we were thinking about one person in particular. And I'm just going to name the song and see if you can remember the person. Vertical Horizons, Everything You Want. <laughs> Back when you thought you were straight. Oh, shut up. Nobody told you to say anything. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so funny. Um, Love it. See, Good times. Good times. Now that we've, you know, put together our pop punk playlist um how are you feeling what do you think of this whole pop punk movement do you feel like we really got to the essence of it i feel like we did such a good job and we gave so many alts uh again we want you guys to make sure that you give us your selects go check out our playlist let us know which one you think we will share um on our spotify and youtube um give us your feedback please let us know what songs do you think we missed? And I'm gonna let you guys know right now. I hear you, you're screaming out. How did you eliminate the song? Let me tell you, narrowing down the choices to just 10, 
harder than it looks. So why don't you give it a try? Let us know. Remember, you can reach out to us at Brown Meets World on all the socials. Um, we are excited to jump back into season seven when the time is right. But until that day, we hope to see you soon here at Brown Meets World presents Let's Make a Mixtape. This episode of Brown Meets World presents Let's Make a Mixtape was produced by Siege and edited by Tony Curtis. Brown Meets World presents is a two free tokens media production. Later, bros. Later, bros.